0: y'all i have officially arrived at the point in my life where i no longer want to know where the niggas at i want to know where the respectable man with pto and 401ks at y'all i, I i'm not sure how i got here a, it's a, money. It's, a money. it's a whole lot of money Broke shit, that broke get old And don't give me, run no ho shit, the hoes get too bold I'm allergic to that no shit, my wrist game on cold I might pick my coupe white just to match with my toes What's up y'all, welcome back to the podcast, episode 21 Um, what's going on? A couple things happening in my life Um, I think I'm a better person now I don't know how this happened, but we have arrived Uh, I, the therapy's working y'all It's working I was literally talking to one of my friends about this Like, I Now that I have, like, healed and I have, like, developed healthy coping mechanisms, I don't be having that much to talk about no more. You know what I mean? Like, like, I feel like before, like, when I started the podcast, I just, like, I was constantly getting stuff on my chest, constantly, constantly, constantly. constantly. But now, I'm just, like, I be chilling. Like, I I feel at peace most days. I feel like, you know, there's not too much chaos. You know, she's helping me unbraid these complicated strands of thought in my head. So I, we, I mean, I'm chilling y'all. Like I, I don't really be having shit to get off my chest no more these days. One of the things I do, however, want to get off my chest is this, uh, young lady. Y'all know who the fuck I'm talking about? This young lady who, uh, who, who's dibbling and dabbling in, in Jesse Smollett tree. Okay, Um. now I, I have not I, I'll admit, you know, because I have been like, you know, really dialing back my social media usage, I am not as tapped in as I would like to be on the subject. But from what I am deciphering, there may have been some fibbing. But there, there may have been some fibbing involved in the story. Um, that was told, you know, I was talking to my sister and she was just like, oh, well, the 911 call wasn't convincing. And she had fucking how to, do you have to pay for an Amber alert and all types of shit in her search history? Like it's really not giving what it was supposed to give. It's, it's giving, I took myself. (laughs) It's giving, I needed a break. And like, if you need a break, you need a break. But like, you don't have to bring Miss Amber into it. Okay, because people was really like, I have really never seen, you know, this kind of response for a black woman, you know what I mean? And I was telling my sister, I said, now they ain't never finna look for us, okay. Now they not even finna pick up a stack of paper and look underneath it for us. <laughs> they not even finna crack at the dough and peek outside for us. They, they not looking nowhere. All right, they not finna turn their head over their shoulder to look to the left for our asses now. Because, you know, sad to say it, but, you know, white people just get to wild out, all right? They get to do whatever the fuck they want to do. They can, you know, have a mental breakdown. They can go missing. They can come back after a three-day bender and everybody's just like, we're going to pray that they get the help they need. But when a black person does it and a black woman does it it is indicative of us as a whole you know what i mean now they're going to be like well i knew black women were always fucking lying to begin with and it's sad to say it is very sad to say but that is definitely how you know we are perceived like when one person does something bad, it is reflected of our group as a whole like i told you these black motherfuckers were lying they just go to the holiday inn and they come back like i i have no idea you know why so many black women would kidnap themselves but you know now that's what they're thinking in the back of their heads they're like I knew it they're just at old country buffet they're they're not they're not missing okay and it really hurts my heart because like you know the I was seeing a lot of unity behind this. You know, people were banding together. You know, I hope she, I hope she gets found. You know, we're really praying for the family. You know, I heard there were like independent search efforts. Like people were going down there and like looking in the area and stuff like that. Like. There was so much going on and it's just like, this is crazy because you, like I said before, you never really see this type of effort, especially behind black women and girls. And I love to see it because, you know, so many of us go missing each year and um, they never search for us. They never think to look for us. They're just like, you know, she's probably at Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> they like to go there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we never get this kind of response. And another one of the things that I really want to point out is that like there is still, I have noticed that it within this whole frenzy, there is still a lot of paranoia about sex trafficking, okay? So I'm, I'm going to come back to that because I want to finish talking about this, this young Miss, Miss Carly specifically, because I think it is like, One, I definitely think that like we need to bring attention to the fact that she might be in need of mental health support services, you know, she might be suffering a break, or a breakdown, or she might be in crisis. So while it is very disheartening that a portion of this might have been a lie, I still have sympathy for a black woman in crisis. And I hope she's able to receive the support services that she is desperately in need of, because I want that forever. Every black woman. Okay. You know, I hope that she is able to connect with those services and she is able to heal. She is able to work through, you know, this, this period of her life. I I hope that for her, you know what I mean? On the other hand. You know, I can still tell that there is a lot of paranoia about sex trafficking and human trafficking, things of that sort. And let me just tell you this, like I because like I said on prior episodes, I am an ally to the conspiracy theory community. Okay, because anything you can think of that, oh, the government tried to do this. They trying to they probably done did it to us. Oh, the government trying to steal our organs and sell them. They've done that to us. They the government trying to steal our stem cells and do research. They've done it to us you know the government trying to inject us with diseases so they can they've done it to us (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) the government is secretly trying to plot and and murder us to decentralize they've done it to us i could keep going and i could keep going and i could keep going (laughs) but one of the things that especially when it comes to human trafficking and because i let me let me just back up y'all human and sex trafficking right let me just back the fuck up because um It's real. It is very, very real. It is a pertinent threat within this country, right? Within any country, really, let me let me just not I don't want anybody to think that I'm trying to minimize it. Okay. And secondarily, there are many, many schemes that people use to bait people into, you know, situations where they can be harmed. Oftentimes, however, they are people are just trying to rob you. You know what I mean? And 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 hear me out, y'all. And hear me out. This is like as as a person who has, you know, seen the crime statistics, like it's very unlikely that a situation like this is set up especially, you know, to to get someone into human trafficking or sex trafficking. You know, and I want to say this because especially like when it comes to like side of the road snatchings or like, you know, taking somebody from like a parking lot of of a well populated business or, you know, snatching somebody from a school or something like that, those kinds of things, the scale of media attention that is attached to them, they differ, right? They will always differ. Sometimes, you know, you snatch a white woman from a target, every single solitary journalist is going to leave their house that second, and get on the story <laughs> you know what i mean we're looking for rebecca <laughs> they we are searching until we find her okay they got fucking dogs in the forest with they done sniffed her lululemon crossbody these dogs is on the lookout okay they got mo- it's it's motherfuckers in full camo outfits middle of the fucking woods rebecca Rebecca, if if you're out there, we're here for you. Let me tell. Okay, you snatch a white woman from Lululemon, and they are on your ass like stank on shit. Okay, you're not getting anywhere. So that's what I mean. Like the media attention, the scale may vary depending on the situation. You know, in this situation, it was very, you know, it was it was great to see the level of media attention that that this received, but it is. There is too many. There are too many uh, factors in the scale of media attention that can receive that you can receive when you snatch somebody from the side of the road, or you snatch somebody from a business, or you snatch somebody. You know what I mean? There are too many loose ends it's or no what I mean to say is that it is too unpredictable to do something like that so that is typically not how it is done sex and human trafficking is usually very intentional it is all done you know there is a considerable amount of grooming a considerable amount of you know person-to-person interaction a considerable amount of like uh intentional you know investing of time and that's you know what I mean when I say grooming you know they'll the when they want to traffic somebody they want to take somebody away from their home that has no family no connections no resources no type of standing in the community nobody that will miss them they want to take people that are young and vulnerable like runaways uh teen girls who are aging out of foster care women who are coming out of uh like rehab centers you know struggling with addiction Stuff like that. So it's usually women who are very, very vulnerable, whether they're, like I said, struggling with addiction, they are uh sex workers, whether they are, you know, women who, you know, just have a lifestyle where they could be disconnected for days on end and there would be no threat of anybody searching from them. That is usually how sex and human trafficking works, which is why, you know, there are so many programs or so many support programs about human trafficking that are aimed at getting women off the street. You know what I mean? Like getting... With getting teen girls out of like sex, getting teen girls out of, uh, like from work in the street or from being attached to a pimp or being attached to a man or, you know, getting them resources to get them into a like long-term care facility if they are struggling with addiction instead of like, um, an outpatient day program or something like that, that, that if you, if you know, if you are familiar with a lot of the support services that for, you know, victims of sex and human trafficking, it is usually like aimed at like getting people off the street because that's, that's where it happens. And I'm not saying, you know, that there aren't like instances where maybe people are kidnapped and then sold into trafficking or, you know, brought into trafficking by some means. But, you know, in situations like this, that is rarely the case and this is what I say like motherfucker like if you see a little white baby on the side of the road or you know a, a woman is trying to like flag you down to like a weird van or something like that they're usually just trying to rob you you know what I mean they are trying to yeah they're 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 definitely trying to get you absolutely trying to get you, but they're usually just trying to rob you. You know what I mean? And I had this conversation with my sisters that I think that like, you know, obviously, you know, I'm not saying that it is not the case whatsoever, right? And I, I, I'm just saying that I think that the lingering paranoia and the, the misinformation surrounding sex trafficking and human trafficking puts a lot of women unnecessarily on edge all the time. You know what I mean? And not to say we should not be on edge because we should. You know what I mean? Like we should absolutely, you know, those safety tips that they give you, you know, don't go places alone at night. Don't especially I I am guilty of this myself. Don't go to the gas station at night. Don't, you know, go to sketchy parts of town at night. Don't, you know, uh, don't go on a run in the park by yourself. You know, things that women like I'm not saying that you're not in a situation to be harmed, but it is not that is not the type of harm, you know, it is usually they want to rob you, they want to grape you, they want to, you know, assault you in some other way. And the the human trafficking is just like, you know, there's a lot of misinformation, which is and especially like, you know, the Facebook posts that are like, oh my god, I am shaking, was almost a victim of human trafficking in the Walmart parking lot. Baby, in the Walmart parking lot, they just trying to rob you. They trying to get your cell phone and your card so they can go in there and swipe that motherfucker for $600. Okay, they're absolutely just trying to rob you. And not to say that like, it's not dangerous regardless, right? Because it is, it is, it is absolutely dangerous regardless. But I think it is, There is, like, it. We have to be accurate and we have to represent these things accurately so you know we know what to do to stay safe, you know what I mean? And that's why, you know, I like, I want, like, we, we, though, those young girls that are being trafficked, like. In order to keep them safe, we shouldn't be telling them, like, oh, don't, you know, don't go to Target alone. No, like, you can go to Target alone. Always be careful of people who are approaching you. If you're going to be out shopping, you know, people know you have money, so wear a crossbody bag instead of a bag that you carry on your shoulder. Always keep something in between your fingers in case somebody tries to walk up on you. You know what I mean? Like, those kinds of tips are always helpful. But being like, oh, be weary of human trafficking, it's just unnecessary to add to the already um already overwhelming amount of danger that we face you know what i mean so that's just my little tidbit on that like you ain't got to take me seriously if you don't want to doesn't matter to me like i want you to be safe one way or the other i want you to be safe regardless but you know i want you to have accurate information in that in, in that safety But, but anyway, y'all back to the original point. And that is Miss Carly, baby. You honestly did not have to do this to us. Okay. Especially like, you know, at the beginning of the American leg of Beyonce's tour, like what would she want? you know, what would Beyonce say about this? I really cannot comprehend. And the thing, and that's the thing, I am, it is not up to me to pass judgment on anybody. It is not up to me to be like, oh, well, this is gonna, you know, you, it, that's not up to me. Okay. I'm not the judge and jury. I'm not that that's not up to me. Okay. But what I will say is that, you know, I think that At least for us, you know, black people who look at this situation and they're just like, oh, you know what I'm saying? This just set us back. That's fair. But I also think that, like, we need to give black women the benefit of the doubt as well. Like, I'm not saying we just overlook just outlandish behavior. You know what I mean? Because I'm still side eyeing the fucking Chicago police about the Jesse Smollett situation. You know what I'm saying? Like there is, there are still a lot of things that I'm still like, hmm, well, if y'all say so, like, I don't believe it though. You know what I mean? Like, I, I definitely think that we need to give each other the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there are a lot of times when we're just like, so like, oh, we all need to be good black people. We all need to be good black people. No, the fuck we don't. <laughs> For what? For whom? yeah for the white man thoughts though get that shit the fuck out of here we don't all need to be good ones and I'm not saying that like we can't like I'm not saying we just need to be out here doing grimy shit 100% of the time no but I'm just saying that like we as a community need to allow ourselves to make mistakes and for us for us we don't need to be out here piling on top of her like the white man is doing you know, we 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 already know that this is that is a little crazy. We already know that's a little wild. We already know that it's absolutely ridiculous to to scheme and try to manipulate people with a disappearance and blah 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 blah. But I mean, in the mother in the fucking grand scheme of things, in the grand scheme of things, we need to stop being so judgmental of the experiences of others. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I the jokes make the jokes whatever whatever but you know being on twitter and being like oh we ain't never gonna get nowhere because you niggas don't know how to ooh ooh dial that back you know who you sound like the white man <laughs> i need you to get a fucking grip okay that's what we don't need to do we don't need to start like policing each and every you know each and every person's behavior to make sure that it aligns with that correct, respectable black person behavior, because we get enough of that from the actual white man, y'all. We we can just we can let this roll off of our backs. We really we really can. Like I I, like I do think there needs to be accountability. Don't ever get me wrong. That has never been something that I have ever advocated for. No accountability. But I also think y'all that we got to chill the fuck out, okay, we we have to stop d- participating in the same discourse that white people participate in, you know what I mean, like, yeah, I definitely think that from white people's perspective, they now, because like I said before, because of the perceptions that they have, because they do believe that the behavior of one black person is indicative of the whole group, that their perceptions might change, but that definitely doesn't have to change ours i think in the black community we are always like looking for like a scapegoat like always looking for you know a reason to be like nope these experiences are not valid nope these things do not happen it happened with the r kelly situation you know they were they were trying to find any reason oh well you know her parents knew about it that didn't mean it didn't happen oh well if she she went out on tour with them that didn't mean it didn't happen you know what i mean like there are we are always searching for reasons to invalidate the experiences of black women. And that needs to stop. White people don't believe us. Non-black people of color don't believe us. You know, we, we are already looked at as the fucking, you know, well, as what we are. We the, we the, I'm not gonna say the hard are y'all. We are, mm, that's already how they look at us. And now they see us fucking infighting and they're like, look at them. They're not, they can't even unify. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to do. And this is, y'all know, like I be putting on my Dr. Umar hat, but he be eating, he be eating when he talk about that individualism versus thinking like the collective, you know, I think oftentimes we, we, we are, we are victim to the individualistic mindset when we need to think about ourselves as a community we need to think about ourselves as a greater collective you know what i mean i'm still gonna believe black women i am still going to believe black women i am still i'm gonna keep saying i'm still gonna believe black women i'm still gonna believe black women and i'm still gonna believe black women period that's the thing like i I think often you know especially black uh, some of you knuckles especially black men uh, can can search for things that like further prove oh look at these bitches crazy these you know they're they're searching for those things to show them you know that what they thought about black men women was right all along they fucking crazy they fucking crazy not the case Not the case, and that is the same thing the white man thinks about us. That's the same thing the white man thinks about black men as well. You know what I mean? I just that that's that's what I be saying. Like we we really have to like yeah, like I said, get get your bust your jokes off, you know, get your memes, all of that stuff. But we have to stop treating ourselves the same way the white man treat us. You know, we, we we gotta stop it we got to stop it okay we got to stay focused my brothers and sisters that brings me to another point that i have uh some of you niggas are coons and i think you already know that all right some of you niggas are coons because the discourse very quickly turned into see y'all this because y'all act like this this why they don't respect us they were never going to respect us they never have respected us They don't ever plan on respecting us. So, you sitting over here being like, oh, y'all, the reason why they don't treat us. No, 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 my friend. The respect was never there, I fear. (laughs) It was never present. You know what I mean? Like I said before, white people are always going to see the actions of one black person as a reflection of the collective group, right? We just can't help it. That's why they think all black people trifling, criminal thieves, uneducated, po- whatever the case may be. But prior to that, they didn't even fucking see us as human. So this imaginary respect that y'all are talking about, oh, they don't respect us. This is why they treat us this way. This is why we ain't never going to get no with Some of y'all are just coning, and for free. You're not even getting a dollar to shuck and jive, okay? At least when they did it back in 1925, they was they was getting a little change. You know what I mean? Y'all are tripping. This is why they never gonna respect us. This is why they ain't never gonna, baby. They never did respect us. They never had any plans to view us as people. They never had any plans to treat us equally, fairly, justly, equitably. Any of the words that you could think of, they never planned on treating us like that. Nope, 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 nope. It was never a part of the plan and it's never gonna be a part of the plan. So you're just on the internet acting a fool for no reason. For no reason, babe. And it's not giving what you think it's giving. All right. It's giving Sambo. It's giving Sam Jackson and Django. And I've never actually seen that movie, y'all. You know what? All I see is the coon clips on TikTok. Damn. You know, my for you page No, I like some coon content, you know. (laughs) Anyway. All right. What would they be saying is the respect in the room with us right now? (laughs) Where is it? This is why they don't respect us. Never did. This is why they don't believe us. Never did. This is why they treat us the way they treat us. They always have. (laughs) Crazy, right? Yeah. It's because of white imperialism. Don't get me fucking started, y'all. Don't do it. and don't fucking do it all right they were never going to treat us right they were never going to believe us they're never going to search for us and the plan it's not going to change from where i'm standing they haven't just mirac they didn't miraculously just pivot you know and be like you know what starting a new day we're starting fresh all black people are we're going to look for them no it just so happened that this story got media attention But their plan was never to do anything about it, you know what I mean? Like, so I have absolutely no idea why you guys are going so hard about this, you know. That's all I'm saying. Like I said, white people are gonna do what they want to do, regardless, and they will always view us as a reflection of the whole view us individually, you know, as a reflection of the whole, regardless, there's nothing we have ever been able to do about that. You know what I mean? I don't get it, you know? <laughs> that's that's what be killing me. I saw somebody, you know what? Also, side note, why the fuck are tweets so fucking long now? I need y'all to wrap it the fuck up. But anyway, I saw this like fink piece, on twitter whole goddamn novel in one tweet talking about some oh every time something happens like this it rewinds the clock another fucking 50 years baby we have been stuck in like 1732 since 1732 my baby like we never advanced okay (laughs) <laughs> the, the clock never moved forward <laughs> what are you, we are still fucked up in this country what the fuck are you talking about also this tweet is like 10 minutes long you out here writing think pieces for free on fucking twitter get a journalism degree get a column and leave us alone <laughs> i don't know if you want to hear all that fucking shit i get on twitter for fucking foolishness okay i'm on twitter for the six brown chicks wednesday wisdom and titties that's it take them titties out because i'm trying to see am to the p.m double did them because i need them that's all i'm on twitter for you out here writing a damn article citing your sources you got fucking a bibliography and shit ain't nobody reading all what tokyo tony say i ain't reading all that shit baby don't worry about it (laughs) i'm not reading all that shit but i promise you this was not the straw that broke the camel's back in white people's treatment of our pain in this country baby okay (laughs) we were not trending (laughs) upwards (laughs) not at all baby not at all so why don't you go ahead hit that delete button and take a chill pill you know retweet a meme you know go look for some dick on twitter because it's everywhere all right you click the wrong motherfucking hashtag and you 16 penises deep in a thread okay Uh, Whatever you want on Twitter, they got it. And you out here writing fucking content for free. All right. One more fucking tweet like this. You gonna have to defend your dissertation, baby. You this close to a PhD. Might as well go get one. All right. I promise you, y'all. We gonna be fine. Okay. We're gonna be fine. (laughs) Behind this (laughs) We're going to be in the exact same place we were before. All right. You know, we were, we will. Sad to say, but we will. Anyway, I didn't have a lot to talk about this week. And I just got back from the gym and all of my muscles are on fire. So I'm going to wrap this up so I can go soak in a hot bath with some Epsom salt. Like I am a 47 year old woman named Gertrude. So I'll catch you on the flip side in the interim. Y'all know what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. You do. Stay black. Peace out, y'all.